right, look, we back at it again. Look, check this out. I'm new to this whole social media thing, so I, I just want to send a message and let y'all know to bear with me, okay? When I do these videos, this ain't scripted. I don't sit down uh, before I start the camera and script all this out or nothing. When I'm ready to start talking, I just hit record. So bear with me. Sometimes I might, I may sound dumber than others. <laughs> Sometimes I might stutter through my words, but I do my best to cut that out uh, through the editing. Okay, so let's get into it. Now, the first topic I want to start off with is in the black community, we have this issue where we're convinced that in order to gain a black America, in order to gain black freedom or any level of black unity, that we need to have the masses of all black people to accomplish that. And that's just not true. Okay, we get this. Like, okay, whenever we get a positive message that that's speaking towards black unity, speaking towards black people uniting and things like that, uh, our automatic uh, uh, opinion of that is, oh, well, black people ain't going to never do that. Black people ain't going to never uh, uh, spend their money on, on, on black owned products rather than white owned products. Black people ain't going to do this. Black people ain't going to do that. So then when we do that, we automatically discourage ourselves from putting in the work to actually build towards a black America, which in, to a certain degree, I understand because we have a lot of work to do. And even though we have a lot of work to do before we can even get to that work that we have to do, we have to dig ourselves out of this economic, mental, emotional hole that we've been in for hundreds of years. See, black folks, we are really great at portraying happiness. We're not very good at actually obtaining it. We're not very good at actually pursuing what it would take to actually become or achieve happiness. We are very good at putting on the mask and pretending like we are everything that we want to be. That's what we're great at. That's what we've perfected. We've perfected the art of laughing instead of crying. Okay? But nobody tells us when we're growing up that sometimes crying is healthy too. Ain't nothing wrong with crying. Uh, older person once told me crying is like taking your soul to the cleaners. You know, it washes all everything away. You know, that's why immediately after you cry, what happens now? You feel a whole lot better, don't you? <laughs> you know, so the point I'm trying to make is all black people in America or across the globe are not needed to achieve the goal okay in 1963 we had the the march on washington with martin luther king aided by a philip randolph during that march it was perceived that there were millions and millions of black people out there and that's just not the case the truth of the matter is is that on August 28th, 1963, no more than 250,000 people marched in that march on Washington. People will automatically think, oh, what do you mean? What about the Million Man March and things like that? Well, I'm getting to that. Hold on. My point that I'm trying to make again is that 250,000, right? Well, in 1964, the population of black Americans, African Americans, black people in the United States was roughly around 20 million. So the point I'm trying to make is 20 million and only 250,000 showed up to that march. Our civil rights march that we were trying to obtain more freedoms in America, okay? So now the Million Man March, which took place in 1995 by Minister Louis Farrakhan. He was aided by a Benjamin Chavez Jr. Now, Million Man March, right? Only problem with that is only 400,000 people showed up. Only 400,000 people showed up. So now remember, in 1964, there was roughly 20 million black people. 20 million black people. Now in 1995, the Million Man March takes place and it ain't even a million people. It's 400,000. So. My point I'm trying to make here is stop thinking that all black people need to unite in order to, for us to achieve the goal. First of all, we all know that all black people ain't black, especially currently. There is a high percentage of black people that want to be white, that prefer to act white, that have even grown up in a white environment, disconnecting them from their black root. Well, my white superiors asked me to do this video for you guys. 
Well, as you can see, I am a nigger. Um, this right here, it's fake. I wish I had hair like white people. I swear to God, I wish I did. But I'm a nigger. So what do you expect? I'm just doing what my superiors want me to do. Um, my nose, I wish it was like white folks. But monkeys don't have nose like white people. Oh! Um, I wish every day that I could just be just like my superiors. You know, they are my ultimate challenge of bleaching my skin to be white. I know I'm a nigger, but I'd rather be white. And half of the time, I know you guys want everything to come back into play. So, like my superiors say, you know what I mean? They just told me one thing. They really wish that slavery would come back. You know? And when it does, if it do, as a nigger, I hope I get one of the most gorgeous white girls and the most handsomest white boys there is. I will definitely be their nigger slave with no problem. Hell no! Emotional, damn it! Okay. I want y'all to picture something. Imagine if I gather together 5,000, 50,000 people through a social media app that are willing to put forth a dollar or two towards building a, 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 a neighborhood, towards purchasing land and things like that. And then let's say you, you personally right there, y'all in my comments and things like that, let's say five of y'all gather together 50,000 people each, right? And we all band together with the same goal to obtain the same level of wealth and success. Do you know how quickly we would make that happen? But see, the problem is we're too focused on the level of work, the level of communication, the level of accountability, persistence, determination that we would have to have for that to happen. And we get discouraged because we've been conditioned to look at white America already being built, white America already being uh, up and running and, and, and gaining steam and growing in prosperity and profit margins. And we just continue to contribute to their prosperity. But see, that's the thing. In order, we can all be these pro-black people that's talking on these social media apps, but until we start banding together as one group or a, or a conglomerate of multiple groups under one goal, and we start applying funds, which again, I've said it in other videos, do not talk to me about not having funds when black people are the largest consumers in America with over three, Ooh, excuse me, with over $3 trillion annually spent on dumb shit that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Let's say you turn you turned your back on the culture or Exactly, 100%. I have turned my back on the idea of victimization mentality. We are locked up. We went from one and four. We went from one and four to one and three, but we always pointing at the white people but yet we want to spend all of our money on foreigns. We want to spend all our money on luxury as opposed to going and buying some land. America is for sale and there's a lot of barren land. Disney bought a lot of it in Florida, but the culture has you focused so much on fucking somebody bitch and pulling up in a foreign and rapping about things that could get you locked up and then saying you about prison reform. Mm. Like it's, Bro, we brainwashed out here, bro. Your check that you get on Friday was already spent last Friday because you want to go get them damn, them damn Versace robes and Versace slippers. I need you to understand in order for us to achieve any level of change in our community, that first our minds must change. And in order for our minds to change, this right here, what we are doing right here between you and me, is the initiation of that. It is the presentation of that. It's the invitation of that. Because a conversation is the only way to initiate it. I have people in my comments telling me not to talk about negative things that are going on in the black community. 
which only furthermore tells me that one, you're scared of the topic, two, you want black people to stay ignorant, and three, you want black people to stay slaves. Because if, why else would you be telling me, oh, well, stop speaking on negative things about black men or black women. These are the things that plague our community. These are the dysfunctions and trauma that plagues our community and stops us from making any forward progression towards a better way of living, a better way of thinking, and a better way of uh, 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 earning money, earning wealth, all of that. We can all sit up here and say, if you look at every other race, right? Every other race, their children, they don't kick them out when they 18. They don't kick them out when they get tired of them in the house. No, they kids stay there until they get a degree that they got a good career in and things like that. But see, black folks, when we get tired of our kids when they 17, 18, because they're not listening to us and things like that, we kick them out on the streets and throw them to the wolves. But then you cry on the news when your child get killed and you the one threw them out there to the wolves. It's your fault. You killed your child. It don't matter if they not listening to you. The fact of the matter is if they not listening to you, it's because they don't respect you. It's because it's something going on that's preventing them or preventing y'all from communicating to each other effectively. Meaning you more than likely are sitting up there trying to be a tyrant and be a dictator and you're you're failing to realize that sometimes it's okay to sit back and listen because they'll let you know exactly what's going on inside of them, exactly what's going on in their mind, exactly what they feel uh, insecure about. If you just sit back and listen, turn the teacher brain off for a second and turn on the student one. I'm not telling you to be your kid's friend. That's not your job. What I'm telling you is to be a human being sometimes instead of a dictator. It is my time to shine. Let me tell you. I am the oldest child and my mother favors my youngest sibling. When I first started my business and told my mom she could be my assistant, all she was worried about was the money from it. She didn't actually care that you know I ran a business. When we fell out last year, she told me that um, my bed behind me that y'all think is so cute. Well, it's from Renna Center. She told me she was gonna have Renna Center repossess my furniture, causing me to sleep on the floor in this big ass room I got. When I was in the fifth grade, I had a boyfriend. Mom found out and she beat my ass. This wasn't your typical ass whooping. I got out the shower, fresh out the shower. She cornered me and whipped the fuck out of me with a belt to the point where I was so badly bruised when I went to school the next day, all I could do was cry. She was a lunch aide at the school, which didn't make it any better. Growing up, you know, I used writing to cope with the loss of my great grandma. My mom read my journal every chance she got. No one ever asked me what was wrong. My mom always labeled me as the mentally ill child. I like for a part two, cause I can keep going. Why are you always in this goddamn room laying in the bed? Why are you always in the bed? You never spend any time with this goddamn family. And all we ever do is want to spend time with you and hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, can we watch the Cheetah Girls though? I really love that movie. We ain't watching no damn Cheetah Girls, man. You always want to watch those girly movies and stuff because you're too sensitive. What you what you should be watching is Boys in the Hood to understand and not try to be having those pipe dreams of becoming a singer and an entertainer. You're too sensitive with your sensitive ass. Nah, we gonna watch this movie. There's a huge difference, a huge difference. Sometimes it is okay to sit back and say, you know what, son or daughter, I hear what you're saying. And you know what, we're going to work on this, that, and the third. We're going to do this, that, and the third to make sure we get to this, that, and the third level. You know, you have to build the relationship. That's what y'all have kids and then think now because you had the kid that now they just supposed to respect you. Now they just supposed to like you. Like they just supposed to love you. No, you still got to earn their trust and respect and love and all that type of stuff, which is why most kids that grow up in black households, when they turn 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, they don't even talk to y'all no more. They only they have zero interest in having a relationship with you. You know why? Because you spent 18, 19, 20 years of their life being a tyrant and a dictator, being a damn asshole instead of trying to build a relationship with them that's beneficial for the both of y'all. I'm not saying that sometimes they're not gonna do some dumb shit and you, you ain't gonna have to put your foot down. I understand, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that there's a balance between an asshole and a parent. There's a balance. You can't go full asshole. You can't tell them all the time to shut up and listen and, 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 and do it because I said, so. it can't be that 100% of the time. I want y'all to understand something. White people don't like for us to say, 
all white people are racist. Well, I have a public service announcement for white people out there that aren't racist, but you don't speak up when there's an issue with a police officer killing a black man or a black woman or a black child, black boys and girls and children are getting beat in the streets and things like that. Listen, public service announcement, either stand with us or stand against us. Cause y'all motherfuckers, y'all white folks out there that's saying that you're not racist. That's saying that we can't say all white people are racist. You can't tell me, first of all, you can't tell me how to respond to your disrespect in your community. And then second, if all y'all ain't racist, then every time a black person gets gunned down, beat down in the streets by some cop or gets uh, 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 called a bunch of racial slurs by some white person in a grocery store, every time if you not racist you should be standing with us against that but do you do that no what y'all do is as soon as we start complaining then y'all start we start saying oh uh, uh no justice no peace we gonna start whooping y'all ass and all y'all racist and we getting sick of it and things like that and that person better go to prison and things like that as soon as we say all that y'all say Oh, well, that's not fair. We, you can't say all of us. We're not all like that and stuff and things and stuff and things. Shut the fuck up. Every white person in this room who would be happy to be treated as this society in general treats our citizens, our black citizens. If you as a white person would be happy to receive the same treatment that our black citizens do in this society, please stand. You didn't understand the directions. If you white folks want to be treated the way blacks are in this society, stand. Nobody's standing here. That says very plainly that you know what's happening. You know you don't want it for you. I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it to happen for others. Why wasn't I taught this in school? I want to know why I was not taught this in school. Why was I taught about... Robert E. Lee and the Confederate Army as if they were some sort of heroes and they were traitors. Why wasn't I taught about Reconstruction? Why didn't I learn about the Black Codes? Why wasn't I taught about sharecropping and how the 13th Amendment, the only thing it did was actually legalize slavery? Why wasn't I taught about how when the, the Civil Rights Act was passed, they decided, well, okay, we can't legally say we hate Black people. Let's target these laws against Black people. Let's change it to law and order. Let's and then let's, let's over criminalize black people. Let's mass mass incarceration began at the end of fucking slavery. And that like it oh my god. And now they want to whitewash our education system even more. I beg of pe white people, get the new Jim Crow and read it. Educate yourself cuz we have been lied to. We have been indoctrinated not Y'all have a problem. You don't want us to fuck y'all up. You don't want us to speak up about our shit. You want us to just be okay with being fucking slaves. White people want black people to be happy slaves. And I'm gonna tell y'all right now, y'all, y'all done, y'all done killed all the niggers. You done killed all the niggers. Okay. Now you got to deal with these niggas and that ain't gonna fare well for you because niggas we don't give a fuck about all that white supremacy shit. We ain't scared of y'all. Matter of fact, we it's really on the edge. You y'all really treading on the edge to really starting some real shit. And don't get me wrong, y'all probably gonna win. If if black people and white people was to go to go into war right now, yeah, y'all probably would win because one, y'all train with firearms a lot more than we do. Y'all are more prepared in every aspect of America than than we are. I give you that, which is my next topic towards black folks, but we gonna still beat the fuck out of y'all. It's gonna be a whole lot of y'all that's gonna come with us, but I digress. Now, black folks, I want y'all to understand. One, the amount of black people that don't like guns in this country is, is just blows my goddamn roof off, okay? We are targets here in this country. There's no real reason for you to carry a nine millimeter. Don't believe that, why? In, in two years, I've had a gun pulled on me by my limo driver, by police, by everybody. You know what I'm saying? And I better be. 
I better be. You know what I'm saying? I've been attacked. You ain't read the papers about these skinheads trying to blow up black churches. Why? They see me as the enemy just like y'all do. And once my life is gone, it's gone. They use us for target practice. Then they laugh at us when they kill us. They not get in prison time for killing us. And they not going to. Yeah, you could say, oh, Derek Chauvin got... Didn't he just appeal that? What about Amber Geiger? Didn't she just appeal that? Come on, man. Like, stop, stop. Listen to me. Y'all need to start going to these gun stores, getting into the gun range, and start shooting. Start preparing. Start building up your supply of emergency foods and, and, and all that type of stuff. Because this country is on a downward turn. A downward turn. And if we was to ever go into a damn apocalypse, I don't know if we will or when we will, but if we was to ever go into an apocalypse, guess who's the first targets that's gonna go? You know why black folks is gonna be the first targets that's gonna go? Is because we gonna be the ones in the most amount of desperation. We gonna be the ones out there trying to rob white people for food and Asian people for food and all that type of stuff. And then they gonna have to gun us down. You gonna start seeing in the beginning of that, you gonna see a whole lot of black people getting shot and killed and then it's gonna turn into a black white issue. But y'all have got to get a grip on what you spend your money on, on how you parent these children, how you spending your time, because you're only making that damn target bigger. Every year y'all making it bigger. And I'm not making no excuses for white folks. I don't even give a fuck about white folks. I don't care to ever talk to another white person again, honestly. But we have to acknowledge the fact that there is a multi-hundred, multi-century gap in mentality, in economics, in survival, in f everything, everything, financially, everything, emotionally. White people have placed themselves such, so far ahead of us that quite frankly, by the time we catch up, the goddamn world might explode. But that should not be the goal. The goal should never be to catch up to white people. The goal should be to build what we can build, our version of America, our vision of America. Because once we can do that, we can start making our own bylaws and things like that. Y'all have to understand that white folks stole everything from white, from black people. White supremacy. White people destroyed Egyptian monuments that looked too black. White people started separating Egypt from Africa as if it was two different places. White people started making Egyptians look white. And then when people started pointing out that Egyptians were in fact African, they started trying to make it seem like the pyramids were built by aliens because they did not want the modern white world to know how advanced the African culture was. Do you know why they won't teach us the history of Egypt? After you have shackled and enslaved a people, branded, castrated, lynched, burned, and tortured them, you called them three-fifths of a man, subspecies, an ape, a monkey, and a general inferior creation, how can we then admit that they are our teachers and the ones who gave us civilization? How can we admit that we descended from Greece and from Rome and that Greece and Rome stole everything, everything they knew from Egypt? Did you know that white people used to worship black deities? Negroes were first worshipped in Greece and Rome. White masses bowed down to black deities. The rites of Apollo were founded by Delphos and his Negro mother, Melinus, and the worship of black Isis and Horus were popular in Rome and the Roman colonies as far north as Britain. It was actually, in ancient Rome, it was actually common for the Romans to make fun of their own gods, but to worship and respect um, Horus and Isis. Which, by the way, Madonna and Jesus. But we'll get to that. Because um, the worship of Black Isis and Horus uh, existed as far north as Britain. But eventually this evolved into the worship of the Black Madonna and the Black Christ. Christian whites also bowed down to them. Negroes, as was said, were deified in early Greece. They appeared as gods in Greek mythology. The chief title of Zeus, the greatest of the Greek gods, was Ethiopes, which means black. The earliest of gods and messiahs on all continents were black. We have found the black complexion or something relating to it whenever we have approached the origin of nations. The alma mater, the goddess, the founder of the oracles, the memnon, or the first idols, always black. The pyramids, by the way. The faces on the pyramids, they chipped the noses away so it would be less apparent. They were black too. 
Thus, the oracles at Dodona and the Apollo at Delphi were founded by the black doves. Oresus and his bull were black. All the goddesses gods and goddesses of Greece were black, at least it was in the case with Jupiter, Bacchus, Hercules, Apollo, Ammon, the goddesses Venus, Isis, Hecate, Juno, Metis, Circe, Sibyl were black, and the first gods in antiquity were black. Zeus, Apollo, Osiris, Isis, Buddha, Horus, they just keep going. In the Bible, the ancient days, God was described as having hair like the pure wool. The earliest deities were woolly-haired Negroes. Their peppercorn hair was a sign of divinity. Did you know that the Pope's private chapel has a black Jesus in it? Fly me to the moon and let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and in early Christian art, Jesus is almost invariably represented as black-skinned. The Hebrews were dark-skinned people. His feet were like burnt brass, Revelation. His hair was like wool, Revelation. My skin is black, Job. Our skins were black. They are black, Jeremiah. Look not upon me because I am black, Solomon. Joseph, the Jewish historian, wrote that Christ was a man of simple appearance, mature age, dark skin with little hair. And the earliest statues of the Virgin Mary, they're also black. Everything was stolen from Egypt. Do you know why they won't teach us the history of Egypt? After you have shackled and enslaved a people, branded, castrated, lynched, burned, and tortured them, you called them three-fifths of a man, subspecies, an ape, a monkey, and a general inferior creation, how can we then admit that they are our teachers and the ones who gave us civilization? How can we admit that we descended from Greece and from Rome and that Greece and Rome stole everything, everything they knew from Egypt? How to admit that? There's no room in a white supremacist psyche for black contributions to civilization or world progress. This reaches too far into the consciousness of the so-called objective white scholars of academia and their black-skinned counterparts. This is like asking a Nazi to accept the Jewish origins of Nazism and of Hitler, if that were the case. They couldn't accept it if it were true any more than the white supremacists can accept the African origins of civilization, the African origins of Christianity, the African origins of science, the African origins of everything. Philosophy originated in Egypt. Math originated in Egypt. Theology originated in Egypt. Philosophy originated in Egypt. Letters originated in Egypt. Everything started there. They were as ancient to the Romans as the Romans now are to us. And that's what we don't really understand because we live now. We don't really understand that the pyramids are 5,000 years old and that the Romans only date back two and a half thousand years. Like really think about that because that's the world we live in, a world of lies. I'm reading from J. California Cooper's book, The Wake of the Wind. I am Africa. I am a place. I am a state of mind. Hundreds of years ago, my children lived free. We had our skirmishes within my shores, even small wars that did not disturb my great and sprawling land. We were not perfect, but we never lift our shores to seek to destroy or rob any other culture or people, to steal the fruit of their land or mines and leave the land and people ravaged. Nor did we seek to steal any people's love of themselves, nor tell other people they were ignorant savages and inferior while we were superior, as the white ones said to us. They lied so much and long they began to believe it themselves. They cried God with their mouths while holding a knife in one hand and a gun in the other, slicing and firing at vibrant life. They also brought with them other diseases, including endless greed, envy, and hate. Our nations changed. They killed for land, women, or gold, spreading their savageness to all others. And now they have influenced others. Anathema. Enough. How do we repay our debt to black people? I really want white people to think about that.
White supremacy. White people destroyed Egyptian monuments that looked too black. White people started separating Egypt from Africa as if it was two different places. White people started making Egyptians look white. And then when people started pointing out that Egyptians were in fact African, they started trying to make it seem like the pyramids were built by aliens because they did not want the modern white world to know how advanced the African culture was. Why do you think they targeted Africa for slaves in the first place? This was all about implementing white supremacy. Take a look at what they did to Jesus Christ. That man ain't white, but they made him white and they forced that white Jesus onto people of color just to further perpetuate the white supremacist agenda. Okay, white people stole everything from black people. They stole our identity, our original language. We don't even know till this day, you don't even know what tribe you come from because we all go back to some tribe somewhere. The only thing we can verify is Africa uh, uh, is the origin of life. But we don't know, none of us know where we come from in it. You got white friends, ask them where they come from. They all know. Your Russian friends, your Irish friends, your your your, your German friends, all, they all know where they come from. Asian people, the same thing, know exactly where they come from. We the only ones don't know where the fuck we come from. Let's go back for a minute, let's recap, okay? Again, in 1963 was the March on Washington. Only 250,000 people versus the millions that were present in America. In 1995, the Million Man March, only 400,000 people versus the millions that were in America. We don't need everybody. We just need enough people to start building. How much is enough? There's no cap, there's no low point, there's no high point. It's just, we have to have a group of individuals that is willing to put forth a dollar towards building our vision of America, the real America that was built by the actual slaves, okay? Black folks have a more claim, black and Hispanic people have a more claim to this country than white people do. They just have all the power. Look, a lot of white people here, look, a lot of white people will tell you right now, white people, there's there's a few different wars going on in this country right now, okay? And y'all ain't even paying attention. All the food shortages, there was water shortages, there's all type of chip shortages, the shortages of everything going all over the place. Another thing the government is doing, the government is trying to take people's gun rights away. I want you to ask yourself, why would they want to take the civilians gun rights away? I want y'all to go look up the second amendment. Black folks, Hispanic folks, I want you to go look up the second amendment. Cause if black people and Hispanic people understand the second amendment, you'd understand that we can create our own army legally. So when they're sitting up here trying to take your guns away, what do you think they're trying to take steps to do? Take your power away, take your voice. They're already taking your voices away through all these social media platforms. I didn't have videos talking about these same things right here. They get the sound taken up off of them. They get taken down and things like that. Impeding on my freedom of speech. The second amendment, right? A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed okay understand what does that mean shall not be infringed meaning under no circumstance should you be trying to take their guns from them yet if you look at what the atf is doing if you look at what joe biden is doing and trust me i'm no fan of trump i'm not a fan of government period Okay, but we all know Joe Biden only got the job because people hated Trump so goddamn much. Yes, white people, black people know that too. Okay. Your second amendment as black people, Hispanic people is a key, not the key, but a key to assure your freedom. And y'all not even paying attention. It's amazing to me how y'all overlook the priority for all the conveniences, all the wants, but you got the needs right over here. 
All you got to do is just shift your mind. Change the way you think about things. But you won't do it, right? You won't do it. You know why you won't do it? Because it's too hard. Again, I'm only one man, so I understand that, yeah, my voice may not carry far. Because I ain't got no connections. I ain't no celebrity. I'm not a basketball player, rapper, or football player, none of that. I'm just a man that cares about my black community. Okay? And, and it's sickening, sickening to see us as a people reduce ourselves because it's not white people ain't the big issue fuck them fuck them they not the big issue the big issue is why we don't believe in ourselves we don't believe in ourselves we don't trust ourselves we don't encourage ourselves to do nothing outside the norm or outside the box we just keep ourselves in the pocket of mental and emotional slavery and when that's not bad enough we go and crash out in the hood and go do what? Physical slavery, prison, jail. We have to begin to have these conversations about what needs to be done to fix these things. And from us having these conversations, we have to put in place the work to remedy some solutions. Meaning if I was to start a GoFundMe, or I don't, I don't know, I don't, I've never done it before, but some type of uh, fund. Matter of fact, it don't even need to be me. I really don't want it to be me because I don't want y'all hovering over me like that. But if someone, a leader, was to start a fund to purchase our own large plots of land, build schools and build warehouses where jobs can be had and things like that build homes and things like that would you support it now you might say yes now because it's not even in place there's nothing to implement right now but you really need to think about for the sake of your children we need to think about putting in this work to build our vision of america because it's only so much talk we can do before talk just becomes just it's just whatever. Talk is nothing without the work being put in behind it, you know? And at this point in, in my little YouTube social media career, I don't know what work needs to be put in. You know, what, what, what would y'all like to see? Would you like to see a person like me uh, in, in Congress rooms talking to those congressmen and congresswomen exactly how I'm talking on this camera. What what would y'all like, what work do y'all think needs to be put in for change to happen? Besides the fact of having this conversation and, and, and funds being put together for land and things like that, there has to be other things we can do because I'm quite frankly, I'm tired. I'm tired of watching black people get shot and nothing happening. Do you understand that doesn't scare you that there is no justice for black people or minorities, period? How does that not scare the shit out of y'all? Because it's normal now, right? Because you've been desensitized to a point where that's just fine. You see all up and down your timeline, black boy gets shot, black girl gets slammed on her head by a cop. Why is that not alarming to you? For the men out there, I want you to picture a thousand men strong, black men in full military gear. Young boy, young black boy gets shot. Just similar like the George Floyd situation in Minnesota. Young boy gets shot. Then thousand men strong, we go marching up there, willing to be down for whatever, whatever, which way they wanted to go. It don't even matter. Do you know why Derek Chauvin got his years in prison? He got his years in prison because them white folks knew if they didn't give him something, they was going to burn that whole goddamn city to the ground again. That's why he got that time. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. There is, they don't respect us. They don't fear us. They pity us. They, they scheme around us. We have to stop this. Y'all have got to get it together. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's not even something that should be debatable or arguable. I have people in my comments arguing with me about the hood being bad or not. 
is the hood bad? Yes, the hood is somewhere they try to keep you to die, to go to prison so they can get paid off of you and make money off of you. The hood is the worst possible place in the goddamn universe. Do you understand what redlining is? Do you understand how they boxed y'all in into these neighborhoods in a fashion to where you'll never get out, which is why more gangs and, and, and gangsters and thugs or whatever the fuck you want to call them stay within they hood and rob everybody within they hood or other black Hispanic hoods and don't go over to them white people neighborhoods and rob them. Come on, man. Stop this. Stop the justification. Y'all have are, are terrible at justifying ignorant ass nigga shit. Shit that's gonna get you killed. Shit that's been taking black women and black men out for hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of years. It is 2022 and y'all are still justifying the shit. Black men with all the potential in the world are still justifying chasing hood rat ass hoes and good black women with with the, all the potential and future in the world that are nice as hell and, and would probably be every bit of wifey material chase the worst niggas in the world that's bound for prison. And you know they are. All of y'all, male or female, when you interact with an individual, you know for a fact if that individual is for you or not for you long-term wise. See, fellas, we come across a little hoe and immediately we know, okay, she just something to, you know, smash right quick. But then you'll treat her like she is the queen of the fucking universe, which confuses the situation. Now you got her thinking she the queen, she gonna be your wife and you just fuck her and dip on her. Now she pregnant and you a deadbeat daddy and what? Women, y'all lust over these gangster niggas that you know, he been displaying them same red flags since y'all been together. Yeah, he was probably pretty good at portraying a gentleman, wasn't he? When y'all when y'all met, he was pretty good at it. But every so often throughout the beginning conversations, throughout the beginning interaction, throughout whatever time y'all spent together in the beginning, he showed you a red flag or two that you should not have ignored and you did. So now when he ended up fucking you over later on, and you look back and seen, oh, well, shit, he'd been doing that. I, I thought I could change him. The same way for fellas, we can't turn hoes into a housewife. Guess what, ladies? Your dumbass can't turn gangsters into husbands. It is not until that hoe or that gangster gets older, if they're wise enough and begins to reflect on their behavior and actions, if they're wise enough, and begins on a journey of redemption and in higher learning to become that person that you ladies or men initially thought you was maybe gonna be able to turn that person into. Y'all have a bad issue with trying to change people's minds. And if they don't change their mind, now they your enemy. I got more, more on people in my comments on TikTok sitting up here arguing dumbass goddamn points. Y'all, it's like y'all reading from a damn script. It don't make no damn sense. It's like all the women is reading from the same script. Y'all, I post a, a clip, again, that same clip about exposing black women and every woman say the same thing. Well, why you ain't talking about black men? Black men did this, black men kill black women, black men did. And then you not even watching the whole damn clip, you idiot. Look, listen, watch the whole clip before you say anything. Then when, after you watch the whole clip, see if it's that clip is part of a longer video. And if it is, go watch the longer video to have the context of what I was saying. Or you can also look on my page at where I'm addressing other points in that video. Meaning if I'm talking about black women 9.999 times out of 10, I'm also talking about black men. Stop with the ignorant dumb shit. Cause all you're doing is projecting your insecurities, all your little flaws. I can see right through you. 
One of you in my comments, I predicted what you was gonna say before you even said it. I said it to you, didn't I? Listen, fellas, to all the black men out there, if you just got out of a relationship, if you just got out of a marriage, or if you just plain out single, if you're broke, if you're broke, stay single and go chase the money for, for a good five years. Give yourself five years of just hustling and grinding and leave pussy alone. Ladies, if you're broke, same thing. Stop opening your fucking legs for any nigga that you lusting over and you ain't even got a penny to your name. It is disrespectful that y'all wanna bring babies into the world and y'all can't even afford to provide for them. And I'm not talking about just surviving or just, just struggling to survive. I'm talking about really providing a stable environment and a secure environment for that child. Because guess what? If you did that, we wouldn't be in no hoods to begin with. By the time that child comes out, you will have already purchased a home, got you a husband. Because let's not forget, we all know that when you start to fall back from relationships and dating and you start to focus 100% on you, that is when you obtain the individual that you're supposed to have. But sitting out here opening your legs and fucking everything moving, fellas and, and women, ain't gonna do nothing but keep the cycle of black slavery going and another black child dead, another black child in prison, another black child raped in the streets, another black child slammed on their head by a damn cop. You're doing it to yourself. We can no longer just point the finger at white people. Fuck them motherfuckers. Fuck them. I'm not telling you to turn a blind eye to it. If you experience some racist shit in the streets or you know, while you out and about enjoying your day, beat the shit out of them. The last thing you should be doing is turning a blind eye to it. No, beat the shit out of them. If you gotta go to jail for that, go to jail for that. But you gotta live that way. Cause of dignity, principle, moral value, respect. We can't, we can't afford, see black people, we have to live the most dangerous because we can't afford to let any disrespect slide in this country. Not from white people and not from our own people, okay? Let's go back to white people for a second. White folks, I understand there may be some allies out there. There may be some white people that love black culture, that love black people. And if that's true, thank you so much. I appreciate it, we all appreciate it. But the problem is, Black folks can't afford to not assume you're racist. At this point, we can't afford it. I know it's wrong and it's unfair to you for those that aren't really aren't racist, but there's too many of you that are closeted racist. There has so been so many white people that we befriend or that we push up to the spotlight or that we think are pretty good people and we get close to them, as soon as we get close to them, a year, two years, three years down the line, it comes out that a, 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 a audio leaks or something like that where they saying all type of N-words and things like that, i.e. Joe Rogan's one of them. We can't afford to assume or give you the benefit of the doubt. And again, I understand it's wrong but you can't blame us for that. That's your ancestors. Your ancestry did such monstrous, horrific acts upon every minority group that they fucked you socially. Socially, white people are fucked. They'll never be trusted by any minority group. So if you are an ally, if you love black culture, if you love black people or Hispanic people, to me, they're one and the same. If you love us, you have to stand with us in our trying times, not just when we're smiling and happy. Two, it's not gonna be fair. It's never gonna be fair because the very fabric and root of this country, the foundation of this country is rooted in brutality, racism, and in blood of all minorities. So it'll never be fair. So you might have to show a little extra love than we showing you for the time being. And I'm sorry, I understand if y'all just say, oh, we can't do that. I understand 100%. But this is the America that your ancestors built. Excuse me, not built, black people built this. Your ancestors wrote the blueprint. Like, I don't think y'all under, if y'all would just go read some books where stories have been told, where 
in a, in a, in one day, in a 24 hour period from the time Massa woke up and left his bed, he would spend that day raping and his overseers and all his deputies or his workers or whatever you want to call them would spend the day raping black men, children, and women. Notice the women wasn't the first one. Okay. Doesn't make it any less, uh, 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 painful, but I'm saying they, the monstrous acts that were committed. It's just unspeakable. It's unspeakable, unforgivable. I found out white people used to eat black people as a delicacy. The nigga was too stunned to speak. I got a couple for you. Did you know on the plantations they would force children as young as six years old to perform orgies in front of them before shortly joining in? Did you know they would host Super Bowl-like events to watch a black man and or woman be tortured alive? And they would be out there cheering it on like it's fourth quarter OT. And by all means, they would have little Johnny and Emily down there trading our body parts like baseball cards. Did you know sagging really didn't start in prison? Sagging actually started on these gay plantations letting a grown-ass white man know which little black boys were available and which ones weren't. Now spell sagging backwards. You got us again. Did you know in the transatlantic slave trade that they would take the most attractive black woman and or little girl, shackle her to a bed, and let's just say on a three-month journey, she only had enough time to sleep three full nights. And she clearly didn't survive past one year due to the immense amount of sexual assault or the diseases they brought into our lands. Black men, did you know why you were being mutilated, burned alive, tied around trees, they would cut your Johnny off and give it to a white girl as a souvenir, and they wonder why they got jungle fever. <laughs> This is going to be really hard for me to talk about, so bear with me. It's going to get dark in here. We are going to talk about the dark history on why jails were created. In 1863, African-American slaves were freed. They thought things were great, but they really just got backstabbed. Now, as you know, in 1861 and 1865, the American Civil War happened. During the Civil War, roughly 179,000 black men fought in the Civil War. They fought in the war because they thought America would look out for them which ultimately made them worry because now how do we keep these people in control? The government needed a way to create peace, to keep the white people happy, but also take care of the African-American citizens that just got freed. Before the 1890s where they started the Prison Act, jails and prisons tend to look like houses. Some like this. After the American Civil War, the number of US penitentiaries in the South and West spiked. So um, who y'all finna put in there? After this, a lot of African-Americans were locked up. Their inmates population surpassed 30,000. By 1880s, African-Americans became the major inmates. They were backstabbed. You're telling me that they helped fight the war and then they were falsely imprisoned to do more labor. Convicts, who were originally slaves, dug levees, laid railroad tracks, picked cotton, and mined coals for private companies and planters. Mostly false imprisonment or doing more time than they deserved. Innocent man locked up for 37 years. 1944, George Steeny, 14-year-old, electrocuted and he was innocent. We're still living in this dark history, and Joe Biden played a part in it. Your president signed a crime bill what was one of the key contributions to mass incarcerations in 1990s, especially hurting blacks and brown Americans. African Americans, they were never really freed. It just was switched. Black people were never given equality. Let's just clear that up. African Americans have been fighting for decades for equality from the government. Everybody be safe out there. The things we cancel people for now, understand white America should have been canceled 10 times, a thousand times, a hundred thousand times over. The only thing holding white people up is the fact that y'all have had a multi-century head start of everybody. I want to show some iconic women some appreciation. Women that didn't have to reduce themselves to sex objects to gain success, to gain uh, fame. I want to show appreciation to women like Angela Bassett, to women like Viola Davis, to women like Cicely Tyson, to women like Oprah Winfrey, even though she has something against hip hop, but still Oprah Winfrey, okay? To women like Queen Latifah, okay? to women like MC Light, to women like Regina King and Octavia Spencer. These are women that don't get the spotlight that they deserve because what America wants from you is America wants you to focus on a Cardi B, a Megan Thee Stallion, City Girls. Do you understand the imagery that is being portrayed 
the perception that's being sold to our women. They don't promote for you to go be a good wife, for you to be a good, wholesome, thought-provoking, intelligent woman. They promote for you to have a hot girl summer, playing your man, drugging your man, stealing from your man, leaving him in the dust for a nigga that you know ain't gonna last two seconds. Our people, black people, Hispanic people are under attack and y'all just sitting up there buying Gucci, buying Louis, buying Jordan, buying... I've come to the conclusion that black people don't want freedom because freedom costs. What does it cost? It costs convenience. It costs an easy way to live. But what is the reward for pursuing freedom? The reward is peace of mind, happiness, mental stability, and everything in between that you can possibly imagine. Yes, of course, the finances will come once you've dedicated to yourself to a certain field for long enough. But most of y'all would give up on the goal just because you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And that's why you an employee. That's why you always gonna be an employee. Because you don't have the heart. You don't have the heart to make it on this journey. And what it takes in the journey of black freedom is persistence, determination. You have to be willing to die over this. You gotta be willing, excuse me, you gotta obsess. It's an obsessive goal. There's no time for fucking. There's no time for wasted words or wasted moments. You have to be dedicated to what the goal is and what's the goal. To free your mind of the shackles that's been placed on you. The true up, meaning behind. Happy Easter. Six, six, six. Six, six, six is bad. How they try to say six, six, six is the devil number. Christians made their word bad. Let me show you. Well, I'm finna teach y'all something. And if you like this, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Link in my bio for more videos like this. They say in modern popular culture, 666 has become one of the most widely recognized symbols for the Antichrist. You know, the devil. They say the number 666 is purportedly used to invoke Satan. That's what Christians teach you. Now let me tell you what it really means. And I know it's going to be some people down in the comments, some YT people and some more people that's going to say, no, it's not, no, it's not. You Christians need to sit this out. Start from right here. Melanin is six protons, six neutrons, and six electrons which creates the carbon atom, which is melanin. 666 in Christian circles is considered to be the mark of the beast and said to be evil. This is what black people been taught. Propaganda is real. They teach you how to hate your fucking self. And you can Google this. There's a lot of people out here that's gonna say, I'm reaching when I know I'm not. But these are the fucking facts. And I am melanin. Therefore, I am 666. If the uneducated consider me to be evil, then so be it. I know what I am, because they look at anything that's not their way or they don't know about as wrong anyway. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. Please share this video and like for more videos. growing up as a black man was if you wasn't carrying a gun you was corny if you wasn't sleeping with multiple women you was corny if you didn't lose your virginity at a young age you was considered corny if you wasn't wearing jays you was corny if you wasn't hustling selling dope getting to the bag oh you was corny it's time to change that narrative when I listen to music now, they still sowing them same seeds into the next generation. If you ain't getting to the bag, if you ain't sleeping with multiple women, if you ain't selling drugs, if you ain't doing this and you ain't doing that, as a black man, and we look up to those people. It's crazy that I got respect and a level of status in the streets for a criminal lifestyle and being violent people considered me oh you a real one how is that why is it that we consider that a real one when the only thing i did was cause destruction and chaos to the community to our own people at that it's time to change that narrative you know what it's cool to be smart it's cool to make good grades 
It's cool to, to compromise and save your money and make sacrifices so you can be greater later on in life versus trying to keep up with the Joneses. It's cool to not try to follow the trends and do what everybody else doing. It's okay to not have to wear the Jordans and everything that everybody else wearing. It's okay to not go to the chill spots and sell dope like everybody else selling dope. It's okay to be you. Guess what? I sacrificed. I gave my life to the streets. In and out of juvie from the age 15 all the way up to the age 18. I get out at the age 18. Guess what? Catch a special elevator robbery, special elevator kidnap, first degree premeditated murder, three counts of felony murder, and then on top of that had an escape charge. And guess what? Went to the penitentiary with 11 years sentence. And guess what? Didn't nobody send me a dime. But they'll credit and say, oh, you real. Oh, they want you to stay in that life, continue to go down that hole, and then when it happened to you, guess what? The streets pay you no respect, pay you no honor. You did all that to, guess what? Put your life in a debt, in a hole. The streets don't love you. Quit thinking. You have to be what they telling you you have to be. And be you. Because it's going to cost you. Keep listening to them. You want to. But it's only so much a person can do for you. Because you've learned how to ignore those shackles. You've learned how to pretend that those shackles aren't even there. Because it costs too much to try to take them off. And so you begin a cycle. An automated cycle of death persecution, horror, only you don't perceive it that way because you can't afford to. Because you have to convince yourself that this current life that you're living is acceptable because you don't see yourself ever getting out of it. So now when you're on these social media apps, you promote everything that validates your perception instead of acknowledging truth and learning. Because the truth, again, is inconvenient with what your perception is. So you turn off your mind and evolve and equally devolve into a drone moving day to day without purpose. You're dead already and you don't even know it yet. Please tell me that I can't, that I won't, that I fail, that I'll never make it out, yeah. Please tell me all the bad, never good, fill my head full of every single doubt, yeah. Please say any negative thoughts, I pop off when I hear people say I cannot.